Salutations, listeners. You are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Doc Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this particular episode, we have entitled this Monk Meets the Saxophonists. That's right. In this podcast, you're going to get 21 wonderful tracks of Thelonious Monk in the company of various saxophone players. Now, I know that seems strange, but Monk is a very odd cat to pin down. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Monk. I love his music. I think his style is very hip. And he's a true original among true originals. I mean, jazz is one of the most, you know, individualistic art forms that there is. And Thelonious Monk stood out from that, which I think is fantastic. But he has a different way of kind of working with each one of these saxophone players, and still yet he retains his individuality. It's super cool. So, being a saxophone player, of course, I was drawn to the, the saxophone angle. And he's worked with a handful of real greats in the art form. So, I hope you dig it. Thank you for listening. Now, let's get to some music. Thank you. 
awesome, awesome stuff right there. That was Skippy from The Genius of Modern Jazz, Volume 2, Thelonious Monk, on Blue Note Records. It was recorded May 30th, 1952, and that is a kind of twofer, a, a double feature, if you will. Of course, that was Monk on the piano, the great Kenny Dorham on the trumpet, Nelson Boyd on the bass, Max Roach on the drums, and not to mention, you have both Lou Donaldson, yes, that Lou Donaldson, that Blue Note Lou Donaldson, on alto saxophone, but you also have the great Lucky Thompson on the tenor saxophone, and we got to hear you know, from both of those cats. Before that, we heard one of the great, iconic, Thelonious Monk compositions, and Walt Bud. And of course, that was a dedication to his good friend and bebop legend, Bud Powell. And on that lineup, we've got to hear Thelonious Monk at the piano, George Tate on the trumpet, Bob Page on the bass, the great Art Blakey on the drums, and we got to hear Sahib Shehab on the alto saxophone. What was really cool and what I noticed about that, uh, just listening to it now, is there's a brittleness to Shehab's alto saxophone tone. And it kind of reminds you of early Ornette Coleman. Maybe Sonny Simons, maybe Prince Lachey. There's there's definitely a a touch of that in, in his sound, which is very interesting. And it's it actually is a wonderful foil against, you know, Monk's music. So something to think about there. And then we started off the set with one of the coolest lineups ever. I mean, and it was I believe the only time that they ever recorded together. It was Bird and it was off the album Bird and Diz. And of course that's the great Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet and Charlie Parker on the alto saxophone along with Thelonious Monk on the piano. And I think that's what I'm saying. That is the only recorded um, studio session between Monk and Bird. So, super cool. Anyway, the track we opened with was Bloom Dito. And you can hear, if you listen really closely behind Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie's melody line in the beginning, those little comping things are totally Monk on the piano and then of course when the solo gets there it you know it's monk so um very cool that is an awesome album by the way it's got a lot of cool tracks like um my melancholy baby uh relaxing with lee yeah it's a cool album you know i highly recommend it and if you want to see what the cover looks like so you know what you're picking up and you're getting the right thing that you heard here on the podcast don't worry about writing it down already have that taken care of for you all you have to do is check out the website it's dr jazz podcast d-r-j-a-z-z podcast dot wordpress dot com and you can find all the info you need for each episode right there we are also the podcast is also on soundcloud you can find us there as well as itunes podcasts and stitcher and we're also on Twitter. So make sure that you follow us, you like us, you share us, and thank you. Let's get to some more music. 
All right. That was Let's Cool One. And that comes from Thelonious Monk's album Mysterioso on the Riverside label. Recorded in 1958, the summer of 58. And, of course, that's the great Thelonious Monk on piano. Roy Haynes on the drums. 90-something years young, still swinging his ass off. God bless Roy Haynes. Ahmed Abdul Malik is on the bass, and the great Johnny Griffin is on the tenor saxophone, the little giant. The thing I love about that track, and yes, I know it's a little bit of a lengthy track, but the thing that I love about that track is that it's live. It's live at the Five Spot Cafe in New York. And you really get a sense of the spontaneity of the moment. Like, the recorders just happened to be going. They weren't doing anything, you know, special. You could just feel like, no, 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 I I got this, I got this. And you hear Johnny Griffin say that in the middle of the track. And then he just kind of goes off and does like a saxophone thing. Uh, Just almost like a, a, a soliloquy, if you will, unto himself for a while. And it's killing it. Totally killing it. And Thelonious Monk is, despite what people may say about him, is so much of a team player. He's like, okay, go for it. And then the band hits, bam, at just the right time. That's what's so great about that. I just I love that, that track for that alone. Before that, the metal track that we heard was Friday the 13th. From Thelonious Monk meets Sonny Rollins off of the Prestige label. That was recorded November 13th, 1953. Of course, it's Thelonious Monk on the piano, the great Sonny Rollins on the tenor saxophone. Still kicking, by the way. Still just being a great jazz ambassador. And a great humanitarian, I might add, too. Um, Julius Watkins is on the French horn. Percy Heath is on the bass. And Willie Jones is on the drums. And that comes from the album, as I said, Thelonious Monk and Sonny Rollins. Ah, That is only five tracks, but my God, it's such a great album. And then we open up the set with Epistrophe. And that was recorded November 29, 1957 at Carnegie Hall, New York City. Talking about Thelonious Monk on the piano, John Coltrane on the tenor sax, Ahmed Abdul Malik on the bass, and Shadow Wilson on the drums. Now, nothing really needs to be said about Train. Almost everything's already been said about Train, let's just be honest. Um... And even in the, the tenure that Train spent with Monk, you know, I mean, between being in Dizzy Gillespie's band when he first started out, his tenure with Thelonious Monk and his tenure with Miles Miles Davis, I mean, Train just learned everything that he needed to know before going on and revolutionizing, you know, um, the approach to the saxophone 
by the time he got his own group together. Um, so yeah, but that's not so much just a highlight Coltrane in, in this live setting with Monk, but also Shadow Wilson. I mean, that version of Epistrophe ranks up there with one of my favorite versions um, ever recorded. And the reason is, is that A, it was live, which means that you can't go back and overdub or anything like that. But two, the hell of the beat that whatever it was that Shadow Wilson came up with. I mean, that's just phenomenal. Be that, that little cymbal ringing thing. Ding, 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 ding. And it's not like your typical Latin beat. It was, I mean, he was swinging, he was clicking the two and four on the hi-hat as well. You know, so. I mean, go back and listen if you don't believe me. So, good, good stuff. All right, we've got lots more coming at you. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. You are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Monk meets the saxophones. Thank you. 
All right. That was Hackensack from the Prestige album Thelonious Monk with Sonny Rollins and Frank Foster, otherwise entitled Monk or Thelonious Monk Quintet. And <clears throat> we heard Hackensack, which was Thelonious Monk on the piano, Frank Foster on the tenor saxophone, Ray Copeland on the trumpet, Curly Russell on the bass, and Art Blakey on the drums, recorded May 11, 1954. Beautiful. And then before that, we heard, um, well, you needn't. And I know that was an extended uh, track as well, but it was well worth it if you were listening because uh, it comes from the uh, Riverside album Monk's Music, the Thelonious Monk Septet. And there's blowing room for all, you know, on this uh, particular track. Everybody solos. Uh, Thelonious Monk on the piano, Ray Copeland on the trumpet, Wilbur Ware on the bass. Art Blakey on the drums, and then the trio of saxophonists. Gigi Grice on the alto saxophone, John Coltrane on the tenor saxophone, and yes, the Hawk himself, Coleman Hawkins, on the tenor saxophone. So, killer music. Killer, killer music. Ah, And then we open up the set with Straight No Chaser. And this comes from a 1957 uh, recording session for Riverside called Mulligan Meets Monk. And, of course, that's right. We're talking about the Barry Sachs legend, Jerry Mulligan. He was on the Barry Sachs, Thelonious Monk on the piano, Wilbur Ware on the bass, and Shadow Wilson. That's right. Shadow Wilson again on the drums. Just killing just killing it and it was very different that this is the only recording session with Monk and Mulligan and it's such an odd pairing you know with uh, the way that they were trying to mesh the whole west coast east coast sort of thing but you know whatever it, it was a it was an interesting pairing and it it I mean it still carries merit today in 2020 so there you have it you know, so almost 70 years later, and it's still interesting music to listen to. So somebody knew what they were doing. Um, once again, if you're unsure about any of these albums or what to get, just go to the website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast.wordpress.com. You can also find our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes Podcasts, and on Stitcher. We're also on Twitter. Uh, make sure you visit us. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you have any questions or suggestions, we would love to hear that as well. Uh, thank you for listening. Let's get to some more music. We've got another great set coming at you from the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
right? That was Little Rudy Tootie. And that comes from the Riverside album, The Thelonious Monk Orchestra at Town Hall. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give you the rundown real quick. It was recorded live in concert at Town Hall in New York City, February 28th, 1959. Probably one of the great albums of 1959. Um... Thelonious Monk at the piano, Jay McAllister at the tuba, Robert Northern on the French horn, Eddie Burt on the trombone, Donald Byrd on the trumpet, Pepper Adams, one of the great saxophone players on this session, Charlie Rouse on the tenor saxophone, Phil Woods on the alto sax, and Phil, man, just, oh my God. Sam Jones on bass, Art Taylor, the great Art Taylor, on drums, and... Yeah, the thing about Little Rudy Tootie, the reason I wanted to record that or to spotlight that is uh, two reasons. Um, But one I'm only going to get into right now. So Little Rudy Tootie um, was this, it was an already recorded tune by Thelonious Monk from a previous record date. And... um, the first thing I guess I should say, because it kind of goes in the sequential order, is that Hall Overton was the master arranger for this entire concert, and and for the whole orchestra, by the way. And it was also Hall Overton that was responsible for everybody rehearsing. So, if I don't know if you've you've heard about this new documentary called Jazz Loft. But uh, it's a great watch, you know. Uh, if you don't feel like buying it, um, you can more than likely rent it from your local library, and I highly recommend viewing it. Uh, it's very interesting. Great interviews uh, with a lot of great jazz musicians. Um, Steve Swallow's in it. I think Carla Blay's in it. Um, and then they go into how Hall Overton was this professor of music. And he was this like chain-smoking dude who just absolutely loved jazz. He had two upright pianos side-by-side in his little apartment. And people would come for composition lessons and arranging lessons and, and just lessons in general. And this is basically how Hall made his money besides being a professor of music. So he was the one in charge of creating these arrangements for... Thelonious Monk's um, town hall concert for the Thelonious Monk Orchestra. And luckily, Monk went in one night and over to Hall's apartment, this jazz loft, and basically he showed him how the melodies went. And Hall was able to transcribe the melodies because there was no real books. There was no fake books back then. So he was able to transcribe from Thelonious Monk himself um by rote, Thelonious would play the melody to Thelonious, Friday the 13th, Monk's Mood, Little Rudy Tootie, Off Minor, Crepuscle with Nelly, and Hall would have to basically just transcribe on the spot what the melody rhythms and chords were and all this other stuff. And then after that, Hall Overton made the arrangements that goes into what we hear on this recording. And... He was also the one who would 
go and and have these musicians come after their late night gigs so the rehearsal sessions for this recording happened at Hall Overton's loft apartment starting at about 3 a.m. in the morning now you think your neighbors may be loud <laughs> imagine having you know an entire monk orchestra rehearsing above you I mean right so good thing the the 90% of the inhabitants of that jazz loft were jazz musicians. Uh, so they got it. And what's more important is that, let's get back to that song, Little Rudy Tootie, is that uh, Hall was trying to come up with some kind of soli, some kind of like, uh, you know, kind of little section to move out of the solo section and then back to the head. And Thelonious says, well, uh, what are we doing on the original recording? So, of course, Hall Overton puts on the record of Thelonious playing that with like his trio. It was like Art Blakey and, 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 and a bass player, you know. And he listens to it, and he's just like, damn, did I play that? <laughs> like he was amazed at his own solo, Thelonious was. And he said, why don't we just use that? So, <laughs> as if the man had not transcribed enough. Right, <laughs> he had to transcribe all of Thelonious Monk's solo from his original trio version of Little Rudy Tootie, and that solo is what became the soli for the Thelonious Monk Orchestra at Town Hall Recording. So, I mean, it's just killer. It's killer rhythmically. It's killer melodically, and Phil Woods, I have personally spoke with him uh, in the past, you know, God rest his soul, but he said that Hall Overton was a genius, and that that was some of the most challenging music he has ever played in his entire life, if that gives you any insight, and Phil is a master, was a master, so that's my story regarding that recording. Super intense, and I just felt inclined to share that with you. <sighs> Before that, we heard another selection off of Monk's music with from the Thelonious Monk Septet. We heard off minor. Once again, that was the same record that features Gigi Grice, John Coltrane, and Coleman Hawkins with Thelonious Monk. Um, funny story real quick about that is there was somebody, I, I forgot who the story was, and I want to say it was like a Jackie McLean or something like that. And uh, he was young and he's trying to cut his teeth and get into, you know, sessions and, 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 and club dates. And anyway, he wasn't home and his mother answered the phone and he said something like, you know, Hi, Ma, was there any calls for me today? And she says, yes, some young man called and said he was Jesus Christ, and he called for you. And <laughs> it wasn't Jesus Christ that called. It was Gigi Grice. But as a parent, it was probably hard of hearing. I can imagine that. <laughs> it sounded like G Jesus Christ was calling. So um, That's a funny story regarding Gigi Grice. Uh, and then we open up the set with the phenomenal... Brilliant Corners. This is one of my favorite songs of all of the Thelonious Monk canon because it's hard enough to play at the slow tempo which you you begin hearing it at. And then near the end, he speeds the melody up to double time, 
which just makes it all that much harder. Um, yeah, Thelonious Monk on the piano, Ernie Henry killing it on the alto sax, Sonny Rollins again on the tenor sax, the great Oscar Pettiford on the bass, and Max Roach on the drums. Mm, such a great album. Such a great album. Yeah, I highly, I highly recommend this because this is the album that um, Clark Terry is on Bemsha Swing and then Thelonious Monk plays the Celeste on Panonica. It's, man, this is just a great album on Riverside. And it was recorded 1956. Yeah, late 1956. Mm. So, all right, enough talking from me. Let's get back to another great uh, set of music of Monk Meets the Saxophones here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
San Francisco holiday, otherwise known as Worry Later. This comes from the April 29, 1960 date of the Monk Quartet Plus Two live at the Black Hawk in San Francisco. Out on the West Coast, it was Thelonious Monk on piano, Joe Gordon on the trumpet, Billy Higgins on the bl- on the bass. I'm sorry, Billy Higgins on the drums, John Orr on the bass, and the two saxophones on the date were, of course, Charlie Rouse, but Harold Land, West Coast tenor saxophonist, laying it down for you on Worry Later. That's a great album, too. Before that... We heard Crepuscle with Nelly, and um, it's called the Thelonious Monk Quintet, but it's just, it's killer. Art Taylor, who is one of my favorite drummers on the planet, is on drums. Sam Jones on bass. Yeah, that Sam Jones, the same one from like Cannonball and all that. Thelonious Monk, of course, on the piano, Charlie Rouse on the tenor saxophone, but also... Barney Willen on the tenor saxophone, the French saxophone player. This is from July 27, 1959. And this was recently unearthed and found as uh, Thelonious Monk's uh, soundtrack to the film Les Liaisons Dangereux. So, from, yeah, 1960. Recorded in 59. So, just, man, that just some great playing on that. And then I thought it was so important that uh, I opened up the set with another selection from the Thelonious Monk Orchestra at Town Hall, which I gave quite a spiel about in the last set break. Um, we heard Thelonious, the complete version. And, I mean, that's the thing. Since Pepper Adams, Charlie Rouse, and Phil Woods are three saxophone players on that, I could at least give it one more spin of another track from this album. And, of course, that is due to the genius of Hall Overton and his ingenious orchestrations. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, some killer players on that. Eddie Burt, like I said before. Uh, Sam Jones, again, on the bass. Art Taylor. This must have been his group for 59, tell you what. And Donald Byrd, you know. Donald Byrd does not get enough credit in the the trad jazz circles, you know, but the straight-ahead circles um, because of his commercial influence in the 70s. But, man, Donald Byrd is, I don't know. I think that there's some merit to to some of the things that he did, um, and especially his straight-ahead stuff and his Blue Note catalog as well. I mean, the guy was... He was a serious player. He was a serious cat. You know what I mean? So, all right. We got a few more. Um, we got two more sets coming at you. So, uh, thank you for listening. Remember, go to the website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast.wordpress.com to find all of these albums if you dig them. So, you can go and order them or go to your local record store, support your local you know, record store if you have one. And go crate digging. All right, let's get to another set of music. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Oscar T. From the album The Monk, Big Band in Quartet in Concert. This, of course, came from the December 30th, 1963 Philharmonic Hall concert. Um, and for the original release, I mean, I've got the CD version, but for the original LP release, they only released part of that concert. But for the CD, it's a two-CD set. And, of, of course, it features the, the big band and the quartet, Thelonious Monk Quartet in the concert and on the two CDs they actually have everything from the concert which is pretty hip um, yeah so very star studded um, wanted to say a couple of things about this so the group in the orchestra consists of Thad Jones on the cornet Nick Travis West Coast player on the trumpet of course Charlie Rouse on the tenor saxophone but the great Steve Lacey on soprano saxophone and Phil Woods again on the alto saxophone and clarinet this time. Gene Allen on the Barry sax, bass clarinet and regular clarinet. Eddie Burt is back again for the trombone chair. Thelonious Monks on the piano. Butch Warren is on bass and Frank Dunlop is on the drums. So, uh, what's interesting about this is a couple of things, to be honest with you. Um, Hall Overton, again, um, chose to work this, his, his, his transcribing and arranging magic, uh, again, just a, a, a few short years after the 59, so uh, concert at Town Hall. So they enlisted... Um, Hall Overton to do it again, but this time for that last album, he had to transcribe six of the uh, originals by Thelonious Monk, and then this concert he had to transcribe seven. Seven, which is just an incredible amount of work, not only to transcribe these, um, but to actually put them in an arrangement come up with the arrangement too it's not like he just transcribed them and then and like you know like a jam session handing them out it's, that's not how this worked um so yeah and you know they say that overton had captured something of monk's urgency and drive without resorting to obvious massing of instruments or increasing increases in volumes so yeah i mean it, it's it's kind of crazy but, um, yeah, man, this is just a great concert as well. And <laughs> why did I pick Oscar T? I mean, there's lots of great selections on here. By Ya, I mean, You Evidence, Epistrophe, Played Twice, Mysterioso, Light Blue, Four and One. But why did I pick Oscar T? Because there was a young music critic for Downbeat magazine who said that out of the entire concert Oscar T was probably the best arrangement by Hall Overton and one of the finest examples of the entire orchestra and that mu music critic for Downbeat magazine at the time was none other than Harvey Picar that's right friend to Robert Crumb Harvey Picar American Splendor Harvey Picar, yes, 
that Harvey P car. So, yeah, I mean, you just got to love Harvey P car just for the curmudgeon that he is. Him and Robert Crumb both, you know. So, there you have it. Um, yeah, so that's why I chose Oscar T. Uh, before that, we heard Green Chimneys, which was previously unreleased from the album Straight No Chaser off of Columbia by Thelonious Monk and his quartet. That was recorded November 14, 1966 with Monk on the piano, Charlie Rouse on the tenor saxophone, Larry Gales on the bass, and Ben Riley on the drums. Now, this one is featuring the saxophone player, Charlie Rouse. And I might add that Charlie Rouse was the the saxophone player for Thelonious Monk in so many of his groups for so long. You know, all the traveling gigs overseas, all the live gigs at the clubs, all the recording sessions for Columbia, that was Charlie Rouse. And Charlie Rouse is truly a hero in his own right, but um, it should be worth noting that Charlie Rouse is that integral horn part to Thelonious Monk's melodies and how to approach that from a, a, a saxophone point of view, which is so important because in a lot of Thelonious's uh, early prestige and Riverside, things like that, you know, it was really just the trio. so Or it was the trio with, like, special guests. So, but... Um, we had uh, a song to open up the set that was Reflections. And this is kind of like uh, splitting hairs a little bit, but um, this comes from the album Monk's Blues. And this entire album was arranged and conducted by the great Oliver Nelson, who happens to be a saxophone player. But this is another big band uh Date. This is another big band album, and it's Monk on the piano. It's John Guerin on the percussion, Ben Riley on drums, Larry Gales on bass, Howard Roberts on the guitar, Bill Billy Byers and Mike Wimberly on the trombones, and Billy Byers is a killer arrangement, by the way. Killer arranger. Uh, Robert Bryant, Frederick Hill, Conti Candoli, and Bob Brookmeyer on trumpets. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Bob Brookmeyer on trumpet? No, I think he's probably on trombone. Ernie Small, Tom Scott, Gene Cipriano, Ernie Watts, and Charlie Rouse on the saxophones. And, of course, the great Thelonious Monk on piano. Um, yeah, this was recorded November 19, 1968 in Hollywood. Um for the Columbia album Monk's Blues. And, yeah, I mean, it sounds different than the Hall Overton arrangements, but, you know, not, I'm not throwing any shade on Oliver Nelson. It, it just sounds different, but they're both great. And uh, if, if you like that big band sound with Monk, then there you go. Then you need to get a hold of the Thelonious Monk Orchestra at Town Hall, you need to get a hold of the big band and quartet in concert. And you need to get a hold of Monk's Blues. 
three great big band albums featuring Thelonious Monk. And you can find all those on the website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast.wordpress.com. You can also find our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, and we're also on Twitter. So that way you can check on any updates. Feel free to follow us or to get updates via email. Okay? Thank you for listening. We got one last set, and then we are cutting out. So thanks for your patience. Hopefully you've dug some of this. Let's get to our last set of music. Thank you. 
mighty fine. We started off that set with one of the greatest tunes that Thelonious Monk has ever written, and probably one of the most popular tunes that Monk's ever written, talking about Round Midnight. And that was a very special version of that because it comes from the double CD Dizzy Gillespie and Thelonious Monk with the Giants of Jazz, unissued in Europe 1971. So, on this, we have, of course, Dizzy Gillespie on the trumpet, Thelonious Monk on the piano, Al McKibben on the bass, Kay Wending on the trombone, Art Blakey on drums, and the phenomenal Sonny Stitt on alto and tenor saxophones in which we heard, along with Dizzy, from Round Midnight. And we had a great piano solo, too. Um, After that, one of my all-time favorite CDs here is just because you really feel like you're just sitting in the club. It's Don Bias, Midnight at Minton's. That's right, talking about Minton's Playhouse in Harlem. Uh, This comes from 19... 1941, and we heard Back Home in Indiana, which features Don Bias on the tenor saxophone, Joe Guy on the trumpet, the great Thelonious Monk, who we are featuring here on piano, Kenny Clark on drums, and an unknown bass player. Yeah, and this is uh, released on High Note Records, so, and it's just got a bunch of uh, cats live at Minton's. And that's where Monk used to hang out. And then we ended the set with Rhythm Aning from Thelonious Monk's Columbia album, Crisscross. And that was recorded November 6, 1962, and features John Orr on the bass, Frankie Dunlop on the drums, Thelonious Monk on piano, and yes, the great Charlie Rouse on tenor saxophone. I decided to give Charlie Rouse two spotlights because he has put in so much work and so much time with Monk and he is such an underrated figure in jazz history you know with so many great saxophone players out there but he deserves his due because it's not easy to play Monk tunes and I believe it was Sonny Rollins that said if you miss a chord change on, on a Monk tune the way that he comps behind you it's like falling in an empty elevator shaft so the fact that Charlie Rouse is able to not only not fall through empty elevator shafts, but not fall through empty elevator shafts for years, that deserves some credit and some respect. So the least I could do is give him two selections and to end it with him and in, in, in the great work that he did with the Thelonious Monk Quartet. And Criss Cross is a fantastic album. So, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you've dug Thelonious Monk meets the saxophonists here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. As always, we love you madly. Thank you for listening. Check out the website, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com and share it with your friends uh, on SoundCloud, iTunes Podcast, and Stitcher. And find us on Twitter for announcements whenever new podcasts are up and available. We love you madly. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. 
ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust.